Hello everyone, and welcome to the Sports and Gaming Podmask. I'm Poole. And I'm Robert. Today, before we start, because I've got this big hunk of plastic over here, also known as video games, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask, what games have you been playing recently? I've been playing a lot of Splatoon 2. It's probably my favorite online multiplayer game right now. I respect that. That's def it's definitely, I've been I told, it's a really, really good game. Um, very underrated. Yeah, what I've been told as well, for when it comes to multiplayer action, not action, but like shooters, you know, shooters yeah. Um, so, yeah, like basically, uh, that's good, that's good. Um, also, Breath else? of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. That's which is typical for me. Infinite replayability, though, so I mean, nothing wrong with that. Um, I've been playing, actually, a lot of uh, Rainbow Six Siege. It's a uh, multiplayer shooter on, the, on all platforms. Um, it's really good. I... I don't know what to say about it other than the fact that it's really good. The community is very toxic because, like, you'll get team killed and, like... Well, the community for most kicked. games is toxic. toxic no, but that one's, like, that one's really bad. Like, if you ask anyone that plays that game, it is beyond belief toxic. Um, I've also been playing a lot of... Uh, I completed recently Stonic Colors on the Wii, which is great. Uh, very great, actually. And I recently recompleted... Spider-Man 2 on the PS2. Pizza time. Pizza time. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> um, but uh, any any other games? Any other oddball games you've been playing recently? Doom. Which one? Uh, first one on the Xbox. And I've also been trying to beat uh, Link's Awakening on the Switch. Oh really? Yeah. That's a good one I've heard. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The new graphic style is really nice. Now I gotta ask. Um, I'm trying to get into the Zelda series itself. Um, with, with the Wii, because I have Twilight Princess, because my brother got it, but we don't actually play it for some reason, I don't know why. Um, but, uh, is, is Skyward Sword good? It's good, and it's the, it's probably the easiest game in the series. That's fine, I need a good way to start off. Yeah, I don't know if it's the best entry point, but since the Wii Virtual Console is shut down, Unless you can find a copy of Ocarina of Time 3D for your 3DS, Skyward Sword's probably your best entry point. Yeah, that's... Alright, that's cool. I might actually... I might take a look at that, to be honest, because I really want to get into the Zelda series. I've heard it's a really good series. Like, after thinking about two weeks ago, I was, like, anti-Zelda almost. Um, I just think I should get into it. So, anyway, on to the main attraction today. Um, we have today... I, I have physical games. He has it on the list. We are going to talk about... Our top 10 favorite games of all time. This is completely subjective. Um, I didn't have any, with my list, I had um, like a protocol I need to follow, follow, like all that stuff, like certain amount of games from each series. He just went. He I just went, did my top 10 games ever. Well, that's good, you know. I mean, do you do you, you know? So, um, without a do, who wants to go first? You, you can go first because I need to do something real quick. Okay. My number 10 game of all time is Pikmin 3. It's, Go on. If you listen to the uh, Wii episode, you guys know I love Pikmin, and Pikmin 3 is my favorite game in the series. It's it's most beautiful graphically, it's got the best controls, you've got the advantage of being able to play on the gamepad and the TV, you've got the Wii remote at your disposal. It's such a fun game. It's a bit short. Yeah. If it was longer, it'd probably be a spot or two higher, but it's, it's a ton of fun. I highly recommend it to everyone. Well, right, what's your tenth? Pikmin is a good game. So my 10th favorite game of all time is Gran Turismo 2 on the PS1 right here. So I don't know how familiar you are with the Gran Turismo series, but it released in December 11th, 1999, which second, of course, the second installment in the series. The 
great sequel to the original. Um, it got a 9.8 out of 10 on IGN, and it got a 93% on Metacritic. That is like, that's really good for yeah. even just a PS1 racing game. The soundtrack, and I know you'd like this. So there's there's songs by Creed, songs by, I believe, I gotta think of 90s grunge bands. Pearl Jam was in it. So there's some Chains? Yes, Allison Chains yes. in it too. So there was a lot of good songs in the soundtrack. Over 9.3 million copies sold worldwide. That is one of the highest selling Sony exclusive series on the on the on the uh, PS1 itself. So, and my personal favorite simulated racing game. So, yeah, with that out of the way, that is my number 10, Gran Turismo 2. Nice. All right, my number nine game is Super Metroid on the SNES. Mm-hmm. That is a good game. Yeah. What What can I say about the 2D Metroid games? They're all spectacular. Have, oh yeah. I haven't played the Prime games, so I can't speak on those. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. I, I wanted to pull one on this list, but I... Yeah. But Super Metroid is probably my favorite 2D platformer of all time, if you count it as one. I personally do, but... Oh, yeah. It's unique because it's a 2D platformer that relies heavily on exploration. When you think of exploration-based games, you think of open-world games. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, it's definitely it's definitely on the more difficult side, but that's also because oh, it's an it's SNES game. insanely tough. The only reason I beat it is because I have the SNES Classic. It's same here. Great, great mini system. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. But it's also got maybe my favorite soundtrack on this list. Oh it's, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's just such it's got such an amazing soundtrack. It's got really tight gameplay, still holds oh, yeah. up really well. Graphics still look great. Yeah, it. It's just a special game, so that's why it's nine for me. That is, not. that is good. So my nine, it, it's a controversial pick, but I grew up with it and I absolutely love it. I play it so much to this day. Mario Kart Double Dash on the Nintendo oh, GameCube. Nice. Literally nothing beats this. Around seven million copies sold. So it's the second highest selling GameCube game of all time, behind of course Melee. the greatest, the goat. Um, it. The, the thing with adding two racers in a car was really revolutionary, and I absolutely loved it. Like, it it, it just did so many things right, and it was a really bold concept, but they did it so well because it's Nintendo. There's four cups, 16 races in each, no retro tracks, as, of course, not DS yet. Yep. So, But you know what? That's okay. It's still plenty of content to last enough time. Yeah, I've never played Double Dash. I, I want to. Yeah. But... And the controls, that's something I, they are absolutely amazing. Like, you know the GameCube controller, one of the best controllers of all time. Yeah. It works so well with this game because I, the, the, the controls are so tight. You know, when you're moving around corners, you're drifting. Everything about it is so good. I just, number nine pick. It, it would be higher if there was more content in it. And and if the L on Luigi's hat was actually in the right direction. That is true. You could see that in real life. I mean, yeah. you're not here because you can't see the podcast listener. but It bothers me. Yes. And I, I first time I picked that up, I noticed it. I'm like, wait a second. Because, you know, Nintendo. I don't know how they got away with that. But definitely. <laughs> I don't know how you get that wrong. My number nine pick, Mario Kart Double Dash on the GameCube. Okay. My number eight, the first Zelda game on this list, Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds for the 3DS. Ooh, my brother has that game. He said it's really good. Yeah. I never tried it. For, for those saying, why aren't you doing Link to the Past? This is the same map, same basic gameplay as Link to the Past. Yeah. But with tighter mechanics, uh, better graphics, better sound. Soundtrack's mostly the same. There's some different tunes. Yeah. But 
It's such an interesting story. The wall merging mechanic. That's what I was about to ask. The wall merging is... It's insane. It's really cool. It's one of my favorite mechanics in any game because it adds so much. It adds so much to puzzle solving. It adds so much to traversing the landscape. And it's a Zelda game. Yeah, you see, I've never played the game, but when I watched the trailer, I saw the wall movie. I'm like, it's got like that Egyptian vibe to it when I look at it, like almost like hieroglyphics. It's like, it's really cool. Like aesthetically, it's just really cool. Yeah. And another thing I love... It's non-linear. It kind of started going back to the series roots, which we, that we finally went back to with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Because you can rent the items, so you can do the dungeons in any order, mm-hmm. if you're good enough to do it. Yeah. So that's why it's my number eight. And that is the good choice for number eight. Honestly, I don't blame that at all. That is a solid entry on the 3DS. <laughs> so, on to my number eight. I mentioned it earlier. Um, it's a very, very underrated game in the that a Sega like one of the most underrated games Sega's ever made Sonic Colors I brought the DS version because I didn't want to bring my Wii copy but it's better on the Wii this actually sucks the DS version but I have the copy of it so only 1.8 million copies sold around the world that's actually the 14th highest selling game in the Sonic series like out of all of it spin-offs main series games it's really underrated and I think it's actually one of the best Sonic games of all time because it has these color ghosts they're called color wisps what they have is they give sonic special powers such as i know this one gives him just absolute uh a speed boost that has been by the way all these wisps appear in modern games such as sonic forces and mm. much as if you don't want to admit it how bad it was but sonic boom as well it was in that but you me. <laughs> i'm sorry that was that was uncalled yeah, for sonic but was mania in, was good though sonic mania was amazing oh. i don't know why i didn't bring it but anyway so this game it, it it did so many things right and also the fact that the story was different so it was all about like how mario is all about saving peach from uh bowser or doing something against bowser this was about dr robotnik or dr eggman now whatever yeah but so dr robotnik opened a theme park to house all these ghosts as that was his front for it so he would utilize the ghost's power in order to get whatever he wanted it's in got a great level design yeah, it's amazing level design. It is, there is seven unique worlds. I never figured out the names to them, but it's absolutely, it was a joy to play. And it wasn't too difficult either. Like it was a, a fairly reasonable Sonic game. It was a good playthrough. It was nice and relaxing. It was good with the GameCube controller because it was compatible with it. It was just great. I loved it. Sonic Colors, number eight pick. How about you? Okay, so my number seven pick is Earthbound. Yeah. On the SNES. It's it's not even my top turn-based RPG on this list, so I'll get to that in a bit. But, no, but that's a good one, though. Yeah, Earthbound is a special game. It's got such charm, and the world feels lived in. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. It's really, it's really happy. Like, the music, just like even the small details of the music, yeah, it's really happy. The music's great. The combat system's great. It, oh, it's yeah. got a ton of humor. Yeah. Like, the... Like, when you're talking about um, Pokey, I think his name was, I haven't yeah. played in a while. Like, Pokey looked at the thing menacingly, or scared, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, overall, it's just such a fun game. It gives it's me, such a fun game. Yeah, it gives me such joy to play it. I beat it on the SNES Classic. Mm-hmm. You've got to play it with the original SNES controller. Oh, yeah. Like, it just feels made for it. Also, am I the only guy that goes out of his way to listen to the Onnit theme whenever he can? Nope. It's so good. I'm sorry. That's the best theme in the game, and I love it. It's great. But that's obviously a great, great RPG that everyone yeah. deserves to play. And 
The underlying theme of family is yeah, beautiful. I, 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 I haven't completed it, but I have seen a playthrough of it. That is something that's really nice. I, I do like the Nintendo... It's the Nintendo charm to it that I like, you know? Yeah, it it's a game that everyone should play at some point, even if you're not an RPG guy. That's why the Mother series has got to come back. It's got to like, get an installment on yeah. the Switch, or even... Or just bring Mother 3 here. Yes. Please. Exactly. You, you know? need it. Exactly, you know, you got especially during this quarantine period, you know, you gotta need that. So, on to my number seven. This is gonna ruffle some feathers because I know it's not really a, a, a universally praised game. Oh boy. But I had to pick a, a, a 3D, uh, not 3DS, but yes, 3DS, um, handheld game. What are you gonna Super Mario 3D Land. Oh, that's a great game. Yeah, but a lot of people don't love it. So, here's, here's my motive behind this. So, it's a very, very simple Mario game. Not let it stay up. There we go. So it's a simple Mario game, and a lot of games are simple. But I think what makes this better than 3D World is that it's just really charming, and it's very, it's very. It sounds stupid to say, but it's very cute. It's a very cute yeah. game, yeah. and it's not too difficult. You know, it, it it adds just. Actually, there is no challenge. That's one my one gripe. It's not very difficult. Well, if you want challenge, play the special worlds. That is true. The special worlds. I was going to get into special that. worlds are tough and. Going back, getting all the star points is a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, and this was actually the first Mar game that I beat. Yeah. Period. Not just Mario, any game. This was one of my first games, too. Yeah. Back a long time ago, and I had to rebuy the copy of it because we sold it back for, I can't even remember what, but I wasn't a game collector back then. So keep that yeah. in mind. Anyway, so it sold 12.7 million copies worldwide. That's, that's pretty that's, good for that's a 3DS damn good. game. Yeah, for a 3DS game, that's, that's pretty good. Um, Definitely, it, it has great controls. Like, I didn't think it would be when I first picked it up with only yeah. one yeah, it's uh, tight. cycloid. It's tight, but I like that. Um, I, obviously, it would probably be better with the new 3DS because it has double, you know, circle pads, kind of. I guess you could say that. If you call that little nipple thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah. it's just a nice playthrough, you know? It's something yeah. I could put on. Great music, too. Great music, yeah. Um, great title theme. Although I will give Super Mario 3D World this, the title theme is kick-ass, too. Oh. Yeah, because, like, the one thing 3D World has over 3D Land, it's all big band orchestra music. Yes, and I love big band music, like, that is... Yeah. Do you have that game, by the way? Yeah, it's on my, it's on my shelf. Ooh. It's not yeah. on my list, but I do love 3D World. I do that prefer is... 3D Land, though. Yeah, 3D Land is definitely better, but, but, you know, yeah. So, anyway, that is my number seven pick. You go on to your number... You go on to your number six. My number six pick is Red Dead Redemption 1 plus the Undead Nightmare DLC. Really? What a game. I have I have both of those. I have the Undead, uh, Undead Nightmare on its own game, but I, I didn't... I'm counting them as one. In All this. right. That's fair. But what a game. The gameplay is phenomenal. It's got one of the best stories I've seen in the video game. Yeah. At Ending, I don't want to say what it is. In case oh, I no, I, I, I still, I might yeah. play it. I might play it. No, Red Dead, Red Dead 1. Yeah, I, I still, again, might play it. Didn't, didn't you beat no, it? No, my brother did. Oh, I watched him okay. beat it. Like, that ending is a gut punch. I'm not going to say it so he doesn't get spoiled and so others don't get spoiled. Because I will play the first game, I know that. Yeah. But it's just shocking. Is it? Yeah, and the epilogue is one, ending the epilogue is... Jack is one of the most satisfying endings to any game I've ever played. And yeah. Undead Nightmare is just fun. I've heard that people compare this to GTA a lot, and they like this better because that's really a change in pace. Like, yeah. GTA, you're stealing cars. This is, a, like, 
more interesting time period. Yeah, definitely. And I, I haven't played GTA, so I can't really comment on this, but from what I've heard, the Red Dead games have more focused storylines. Storylines, yeah. And, more, and I'm not saying GTA doesn't have story, but no, the Red but Dead GTA, games have... You're more invested in the story. No, yeah, GTA, I'm not going to lie, the storyline kind of sucks. San Andreas had a good storyline. Because that was, that was probably my favorite GTA game. Um, but other than that, it was probably like... Yeah. No. Um, anything else you want to say about it? Undead Nightmare. How about that? Uh, Undead Nightmare, it's it's Red Dead, but zombies. That is it, cool, though. It's That's fun. cool as shit. It's, it's just fun. I have played that before with um, on the online mode when it was you know still a thing. Like, it's still a thing, but like... No one uses it anymore. Yeah, it's not it's as prevalent. Because Red Dead 2. Prevalent, yeah. But um, it's definitely that was a fun game mode. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm a big zombies guy. Like I'm a big fan of zombies, movies and games. That is definitely a great thing. Yeah, and then the gameplay is already great, and you're adding five to ten hours to it. Yeah, which it's, is great. Plus all the individual story, like stuff you can do to add to the story, like just yeah, random free roam and stuff. Plus one more thing I want to say about yeah. Nightmare. Bullets are prime commodity. It's not like in the original. One where, yeah, just don't be an idiot and yeah. you, you aren't going to run out of bullets. You have to be careful. Yeah. It's kind of like, not as extreme as, again, like The Last of Us or Last of Us 2. Oh my god, last, I should have put that on. I was going to put that on my list. Yeah, but... The last of Us so good. But there, you got to be careful. You got to be more careful than you are in the main, main game. That's all I'm going to say, but yep. Red Dead 1 and Undead Nightmare. Play after 2, which I'm going to get into. Because yep. 2 is a prequel, but you all should right. play. Yeah. So... My game, you are going to see something that is very old in the flesh here. My, probably, it would be in my top three, but I haven't completed it. Because if you know old uh, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo games, they don't say very well. So I got Sonic 2. Oh, Sega oh. Genesis. That's right, you can even see the cartridge oh, inside. Yeah. You're looking at video game history right here. So this was released as the sequel, of course, to the, to the critically acclaimed uh, ver uh, original, yeah, which honestly, I don't like the original, but this is the best Sonic game of all time. Like, hands down. I can't debate that. Sonic yeah. 2 is phenomenal. Yeah, so it, it came out exactly one year after the, not exactly, but the same month, one year after the original, November 21st, 1992. Um, it's, it's, again, known as the greatest Sonic game of all time, and honestly, I do not refute that. Um, it sold 6 million cards, which obviously is not it's still good. Um, it, it, it's good. It's definitely not groundbreaking. It's not like the original because it was packed in with almost every Genesis. But this, as a standalone game, absolutely phenomenal. Um, it, it definitely... So another thing that added to it. So there is, I believe, 10 worlds or 10 zones um, with three or two acts in between. I've only gotten up without cheating to uh, zone 7 because once you get past zone 7... Yep. But, I mean, you're cheating, so I gotta put you in the same vein as the Astros. Hey, you know what? Nothing wrong with cheat codes. If you, literally, if nothing beats having cheat codes on original systems, but that's a different episode. So, bang, bang. <laughs> lots of Astros buckets in that episode. Get the trash can. But, so, there were so many cheat codes you can use that would, like, modify the music. That would take you right to the end. Like, if you've seen the, the uh, level select screen, that's such a great cheat code. Very useful, because, you know, it technically works as a safe state. Um... I, I use it without feeling bad because I'm like, I got it all the way up to zone seven and I want to like stay that way. So we have that. Honestly, it's just nothing I can, I can't complain about except for the fact that it's difficult and it doesn't save. There's no save state. You got to do it all in one go and it's about a three hour playthrough. Nothing bad, 
but it's just it's really difficult like you're gonna lose your lives you're not gonna be able to play through it in one turn unless if you're a god yeah. so other than that sonic 2 an amazing game absolutely love it that is my number six what is your number five right, so first i want to point out that through both our 10 through 6 we haven't overlapped yet yeah that's true we are actually very different in those choices yeah so at number five fire emblem three houses for the nintendo switch hmm. holy shit what a game yeah, I, I, I've heard great stuff about the Fire Emblem series. I'm a GameCube guy, so I can't get my hands on the Fire Emblem games themselves, but yeah. But first, I'm a person that loves questioning the characters in the game, not knowing what their morals are. Yeah. This game contains so many morally great characters. Are, are Martha and Roy in it, or are they from the original Fire Emblem and that only? Martha and Roy aren't in it. They're not in it? They're right. not. So that's, um, I'm not familiar yeah, with the series. Yeah, new characters. I haven't right, played cool. any of 3DS ones, but... Alright. But... Besides, like, kids in this game... Yeah. You have to come up... You have to make up your mind on whether yeah. the characters are good or bad. You're not told. There's no obvious thing that makes a character good or bad, which I absolutely love. Yeah. One, there are three different houses you can choose, kind of like Hogwarts houses. Yeah. To... Oh, uh, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, corona season. Uh, no. <laughs> but, and they all offer vastly different playthroughs. It's not just like slightly different missions. I beat the game um, for the um, Black Eagles. Yeah. And I did take the twist. I'm not going to say what it is, but if you yeah, play the I game. Might, I might play it if I get a Switch. You know. But the combat system's great. It's intuitive. Yeah. Uh, the characters are phenomenal. And the relationship building and training with training the characters, you you can really customize them to be what you want. You don't have to abide by a certain preset the game wants you to say. Yeah, I could go on about this game. I don't want to make this go to an hour, so I'm just. Gonna... Oh no, honestly, I think it's gonna be a uh, quick disclaimer. This is gonna be one of our longer episodes because oh, yeah, definitely... we're just talking off the brim here. No scripts. I mean, there is scripts, but like not really. Yeah, so three houses is a special game. Yeah. So. Number five. So I said I'd pick a sports game. And this is the only sports game that came to mind. Because it was this, in between this and Mario Baseball. And I, I really couldn't, like... Mario Baseball. No, not Mario Baseball. Yes. Sorry. I mean Mario Tennis. Uh, Mario Power Tennis. I'm, I'm not with it right now. Mario Power Tennis or this. And I was like, Mario Power Tennis is good, but nothing can beat NBA Jam on Genesis. Yeah. This is literally... I, I think what won me over is the fact that Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambier are in this game. I don't like me being my Pistons fanboy. I'm like, oh my god, yes. But this game is probably the most fun sports game I've ever played. This is incredible. You know, of course, manual and cartridge yeah. right here. Anyway, so it it's really great. So it, it, it was created for the arcades in 1993, but it was ported to home consoles soon after. It, was, it wasn't a specific date. It was just shout out. Um, that was a very infamous thing about the launch. Um, Revered, again, is one of the greatest sports games of all time. So this ain't no Madden 20 or NBA 2K10. This is NBA Jam, goddammit. You're going to respect this game, you know? Uh, so it, it has really cool elements in it that make it fun, such as the, as you see the name Jam. There's a special dunk that you can perform by doing a bunch of button combinations. And, of course, the great three-button machine, which is the Genesis. Um, you can do special fire jams that like take up health, but like, you know, you can just slam it in there and like all the defenders just fly off, you know? Um, and it's just a lot of old players in the NBA as well. So you got like, I think 
So I gotta think, this was 94, I think, when it came out, or 93, and whenever. Yeah. Probably after Bird. Yeah, so I think this was right when, was this, was Shaq in the league when it was 94? I think, maybe. Uh, I gotta I look, know. so MJ was in this, so the whole Bulls, so there was MJ, Pippen, um, Rodman. Rodman wasn't on the Bulls at that point. Yeah, he was. No, he was with you guys. Was he? No, I thought he went in 94, though. No, I thought he went. Uh, whatever. Uh, it, th th not the point. Not no, that's the point. a sports episode, not a, not a gaming one. But the point is, is there's so many great athletes in it, and it's just such a great game. I I, I love it. you got to play it eventually. Like you got to play all these games, and this one, no exception. What is your number four? Okay. So my number four game of all time is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Why is that? That should be higher than that, shouldn't it? Probably, but my top... My top four rotates a lot. That's just where it came out when oh, I yeah, made definitely. this list. That's but. like one of the best games of all time. One of the highest Metacritic scores, I believe. Yeah, well, that's why it's number four. 98 was it, right? But, yeah, but... Zelda Ocarina of Time is the, is the greatest coming of age story of all time. Yeah. I don't... I'm going to spoil it here. It's a 20-year-old game. Oh, I played... I, I played some of it on the 3DS, I think. Yeah, so... It's a 20-year-old game. If you don't want to hear spoilers, cover your ears. Skip to uh, 27 minutes in. Yeah, about. So, Ocarina of Time. You start as a boy who... You are get you are doing missions, but it's more of a game to you in Zelda. Yeah. And then, when Gandorf forces the, the royal family out of the castle and traps you inside the Temple of Time, when you wake up, you're yeah. an adult. Yeah. It's not a game anymore. No. You have to... Pay taxes and shit. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm like, playing. Like, you still have to do your missions, but a childlike sense of whimsy is gone, and a perfect way to... It's dark, though. That's... Yeah, it's, it, it's a very dark game. Gameplay is phenomenal. It's an amazing story. And even going back to your childhood home, the Corkieri Forest, Yeah. even when you free it, it's not your home anymore. No, I know. And I, I always... See, I played this game over Majora's Mask because the dumbest reason, because Majora's Mask is good, too. There was a creepypasta about Majora's Mask oh. called Ben Drowned, and it was so scary, and I hated it, and I was like, I'm never playing Majora's Mask, so I'm playing yeah. Ocarina of Time yeah. instead. I love Majora's Mask, but the dungeons aren't that good. The, no. the dungeons in Ocarina of Time, the Spirit Temple especially, yeah. they're, they're all amazing except for the Water Temple. Yeah. Fuck the Water Temple. That's definitely true. Alright. Uh, Ocarina of Time, you gotta play it, man. It's... If you... You're not really... You're not living until you yeah, play it. Yeah. I, it's just such a special experience. It is. All right. So, number four. I think you can agree with me on this one. I don't know why it's not on your list or it's not on there yet. I'm not looking. I can't see. The one. The only Mario Kart Wii. Yeah! The best... I think... Universe, like, as, when, at launch, people didn't love it. Right? Which makes sense. I mean, it, it's... It's motion controls, but once you... You don't even have to use motion controls. I use nunchuck and... Mode, you know, because yeah, it's so much the better. GameCube too. Yeah, it's so much better. But I think it's just the fact that this game sold 37.32 million copies really made me go like, I'm putting this on this list because this is an absolutely, it's an insane game. It's absolutely mm -hmm. insane. Like literally, it's the Mario Kart of everyone's, of every everyone's high childhood. schooler's childhood. Right yes, now. everyone can say they played this game, and it. That's why I have on my list here. Just everyone has played it. Yeah. Um, so there's eight cups, 32 tracks, 16 retro, 16 new. The new tracks are great, and the retro tracks are a great flashback. To anyone that played it before, and people like yeah. us who love retro games, so we the, play it before as well. Yeah. The one thing I have to dock this game, I don't love in this game, like the motion controls can be finicky, but the battle mode. 
Yeah, battle mode is... That's where you play Double Dash, you know? Double yeah. Dash has, a, has an amazing battle mode. I forgot to mention that. But my one gripe with this, because I know we said in the previous episode that Mario Kart should be wacky. But the item balance is still too whack. Like, I went, I think I played this game for three hours before, I could, like, while getting a opinion for it yesterday. And there was a race on, I think, Maple Treeway, where I, I was love going. That track. So, I got, I was in first. It was 150cc. I was on the uh, Growler bike with Rosalina. So, I was going. I got hit by a right shell. I dropped two places. I got back into first by wheeling, of course. Then, blue shell, someone with a star came past me. Ah! Red shell. Yep. Someone big came past me with like the, the gimmick the, mushroom. Yeah, the mega mushroom. And then another red shell. And again, I got, I, not only did I come in last, but I came in 12 a good 15 seconds after everyone else. I'm like, what the? Yeah, yeah but that still happens in other Mario Karts. So. But not as bad though. That is like really bad. Oh, and there was also a lightning block too. Oh, yeah. I was just playing Mario Kart 8 a couple days ago. 200 cc i was in second i, got I saw that in your story when you posted oh, that. Was that was funny as i got hell. hit with a shell and then i'm in 12. yeah but even so, if yeah sorry i hate to interrupt yeah, go yeah no on. no i was just saying like if you look at the top of the game here look at all these ways you got wiimote wii wheel nunchuck classic controller and gamecube yeah that adds a lot of the fun continue what you were saying basically like i think that if Mario Kart wasn't as wacky, it wouldn't be as good. It wouldn't be. It would be more like Sega All-Stars Racing, which is one of my least favorite games of all time, but we'll get into that in a different episode. Yeah, or like Mario Kart 7. I love Mario Kart 7. Oh yeah, Mario Kart 7 is good. Yeah, but it's not as fun as Wii or 8 or DS. Yeah, Just, I, I don't love DS, I'm being 100% honest. I don't DS like, has the mission mode, which... Really the mission mode's cool, but I, I didn't like the controls of it. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a D-pad. Yeah, so, that's the same reason why I didn't thing, like uh, SNES version. You just gotta suck it up and deal with it. And so Hey, hey, whoa, 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 Poole and Robert, stop talking for a second. We got something to tell you. We have a new show coming out on YouTube called The Sunday Shoveler Show, a show where a friendly old YouTuber named the Lions and Bills fan talks about bad video games, and it comes to haunt him back. With the help of Agent Billings from the ASA, he can take down the evil forces of these video game powers. It sounds bad on the surface, but trust me, it's actually pretty good. So, without ado, back to the show. Sorry for the quick interruption. We just had to, um, our audio devices kind of shut down for a sec because we got past 30 minutes. Um, let's go back to Pool. He was talking about one of his favorite games. Number four. Number three. Number three, sorry. Number three. What is it? Mario Odyssey. Awesome. Oh, man. This is the most, like, from start to finish, fun I've ever had playing a game. Yeah. Like, I know, I know it's only number three. Sure. I'll explain that later. We got more games. Yeah, but... It's just so much fun. Yeah. Mario controls amazing. With Cappy too. Cappy is yeah, amazing. You can addition. possess enemies, which is creepy. That's creepy, but it's cool. But it opens up so much. Like basically, after you can possess enemies, the designers were unchained. Yeah. And like it's completely non-linear. You do have to. It's kind of linear. Mm -hmm. In the way that you do have to complete the areas in a certain order. Right. But the way you do it. It's going to depend from person to person. But, it, sorry, it does what Sunshine does, but actually right. Yeah. Well, 64 does it well. 64 does it well, too, so never mind. Just what those... Odyssey does it right, though, 100%. Yeah, and comparing Odyssey to the other sandbox games, Odyssey's completely open world. Yeah. The other games have sandbox levels. Odyssey's just an open world game. Yeah. 
honestly, I, I wouldn't prefer Odyssey over games like Galaxy because it's like sandbox isn't. I, I think sandbox is a better turn for Mario than yeah, open I, world. But I, do I understand. I, I do absolutely love the Galaxy. I respect the hell out of Odyssey. That is one of the most important games of all time. But. I, yeah. I, and 64 too. Yeah, but if you got a Switch, you got to play Odyssey. I will definitely. That'll be my go to game first. Um, but yeah, so Odyssey, definitely a, a great feature. Anything else you want to say about it? Play it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hold on. So I'll continue talking about Odyssey for a sec. Alright, so, honestly, you have, have so much to do. You got 900 moons. It's the first game I ever 100% completed besides really? LEGO Star Wars. Ah, everyone's and, that. That was great time. Yeah, and I, I actually just said that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And it was such a fun ride from beginning to end. Not many of the moons were tedious. There were only like a few. Yeah. And again, there are 900. Not all of them going to be winners. But yeah. the amount of pride and accomplishment I felt, it... It was great. Yeah. And it was fun from beginning to end. I don't regret a thing. Yeah. All right. And Balloon World is fun, too. That's just an that is true. extra online mode. I've heard about that. So, on to my number three. So, I am a big Rayman fan. As you can tell, I'm a big... I'm a, I'm a Sony fan. Yeah. That's my, like, my... Out of the Xbox and Sony, that's my uh, system. But I love the Rayman series, but then they made a spinoff in 2006 on the Wii with... The Rayman Raving Rabbits games. But, I'm not talking about those party games. Those party games are good. They would be honorable mentions, or just barely honorable mentions. However, I'm talking about the spin-off game, Rabbits Go Home here. You don't have any experience with this game, do you? I think I played it at a friend's house. It is literally... You look at it, it looks stupid, right? They're, they're bunnies inside of a shopping cart running away from a has, guy in a hazmat suit. Rabbit season. And if you look on the back, it looks really dumb. However, they're, they're, the whole premise of the game is that they're trying to go to the moon. Really stupid. However, this game is such a nostalgic game to, I think, my childhood, and that's why I love it. But other people tend to love it as well. It has a, I believe, 9 out of 10 on, on IGN, and I want to say an 80-something on Metacritic. So that's something really good. So it basically, I think it's the fact that it's really charming, and it's really stupid. It's got stupid humor, uh, Stupid stories, you know. I mean, going to the moon is a very stupid story, but it's just, it basically is Rayman, but in a 3D platformer and with the bunnies instead. And it attracts, obviously, a younger audience because of the whole aspect. Yeah, it's the rabbits. The, the rabbits. But this was rabbits before it sucked, before Nickelodeon got the rights to it. <laughs> the Mario and Rabbits game on the Switch is pretty good. That's true. But, you know, we all heard about Rabbits Invasion, right? The Nickelodeon oh, show. Oh, man. Yeah. So that went downhill. However, this game, I will defend this game until I die because people can shit on it way too much. But give it credit, it is an, it's a fun-ass platformer. Whoever has not played it are the people that are probably shitting on it. But all in all, Rabbits Go Home, my number three game. What is your number two game? I'm actually going to let you go for your number two because my one and two are tied. Alright, so I also have honorable mentions too. Um... So my number two, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> Hold on. All right. So if you I need think, me to go, I can go. Yeah. Can you go, please? All right. So I, my top two games are tied. I'm I'm gonna go with the first one that released, which is Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I know you love that game. Wow. Yeah. Go on. Go I on. I can talk about this game forever. It's one yeah. of the most special games to me. Well, limited to three things. What are three things you love about it? The gameplay. All right. The music. All right. The graphics. 
That's true. Anyway, continue. But, Go on. I was kidding around. Yeah, but like from from the opening cutscene with Zelda waking Link up from his hundred year year slumber. Spoilers. That's fine. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> yeah, and walking out of the Shrine of Resurrection, the entire game is before you. Just yeah. gotta get, get, just gotta get off the plateau. Yeah, I'll admit this game looks absolutely beautiful. I see it in trailers. I see it in gameplay all the time. Absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, continue. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell a, a quick story. Yeah. This was the the trailer for this game is still the best trailer for any game I've ever seen. I'll show you later. Yeah, I think but, I, I've seen it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and the day I, I got the Switch and this game, day one. Yeah. Was it like a pack-in, or was it just... It wasn't a pack-in, I just got it because it looked amazing. Yeah. And I had an asthma attack, and I was in the hospital for for the day the Switch came out. I got home, like, six. Yeah. Downloaded Zelda, and I played it all weekend. Oh, my God. Still haven't beaten it, because, you know... Well, you have beaten it, probably. Yeah, I've beaten it. I, it's impossible. I'm not going to 100% it, because there's just too much. Yeah. But... The dungeons are great. The shrines, which are mini dungeons, there are 120 of them. Yeah. Are great. 900 Korok seeds to find like little mini puzzles. Yeah. And you can do anything in this game. You can climb, you can swim. It's. I can gush about this game forever. Yeah. But it's such a special game to me and just in general. Yeah. Even if it's not your thing, if you don't like open world games, you. Yeah. You've got to admit, it's it's at least an amazing game. It's just not for you. Right. And besides the voice acting, which is, which is, eh. It's, it's mad, but it, you know what? It's a Nintendo game. It's especially fine. Especially when you get it, you know? It's fine. But besides the voice acting, it's just one of the, it's the greatest game I've ever played. Yeah. T tied with the next one. Yeah. All right. So on to my number two. This is the second greatest. It will be my first greatest, but there's some... Very, very small things to hold it back. I'm talking, but none other. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Yeah! Uh, this game was released on the PS... Get ready for this. PS2, Xbox, GameCube, DS, PSP, and Xbox 360. Get a load of that. This released in 2004. As you can see, uh, Xbox 360, it came after. But, you know, whatever. So, first thing I gotta say about this. Infamous pizza theme. Everyone knows it. Um, but, it's... It, I think... I put one up in my notes, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the grid. I'm saying something bold. This is the greatest movie licensed game of all time. Yeah, that's fair. Because, uh, think about it. Movie licensed games are not a big competition. They usually suck ass. Like, not talking about games based off of movie characters, like Spider-Man. Like some of the Star Wars games. Right, or like Spider-Man uh, 2018. Um, but that, that, those are good games too. But this, based off of the movie, same plot, it's so good. So it's gotten a free roll. Like I was playing, I beat through. I, I beat it again yesterday. Just to, why not? I was bored. Yeah, it's based so, off one of the greatest superhero movies. Yes, all time. exactly. So first of all, Tobey Maguire is, is voicing Spider-Man. So it's it's Tobey. Yeah, we got that. And this is probably. I know Activision makes a lot of trash that is movie licensed games, but this time they struck gold. And I got my nice little bootleg copy of it from uh, Hollywood Movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I got a copy of this. I just found it at my grandparents' house. But um. So it, it was released um, to critical acclaim. Like as soon as it came out, people regarded it as the greatest movie game of all time. Um, uh, the story it was the same as the movie. So the action in this and, and the overall just free. Like so, basically you can complete this game in about four hours. Um, it, the story 
it's basically Spider-Man tier. So it is nothing, no biggie, it's nothing big. You know, it's 15 chapters, not a lot. But you can go around and it's like free roll. It's like GTA, but less violent. So you can go around, you can beat up people. You can, <laughs> I don't know that sounds bad, but you can beat up people. You can save crime. You can go deliver pizzas for Mr. Aziz. There's, I think, 20 missions for that. So if you ever get bored, you can go ahead. And Listen to that pizza. great theme. Listen to that great theme. That theme, by the way, is very scary because there are some deliveries that are like, 2,000 yeah. meters away from Mr. Aziz's hut. Yeah, and when it starts speeding up. Yes, and you got, here's the thing about it though. The challenging part is you gotta deliver the pizzas and then come back, or else you don't get the mission. That is the small thing that with this game that I don't like. So the controls are a little bit wonky, and some of the missions can be unfair at times. Like there's an obstacle course, so, um, oh my God, what was his name? Somebody set up an obstacle course for Spider-Man to prove how he's not a man. Uh, so, uh, they were like, so it, I was, it took me, I think two hours to be at one point. Cause it was like, it was really difficult for no reason. Like you had to like, he had this like giant taser. And as soon as you jumped out in the open, you got shocked immediately. <laughs> it, it was automatically on you. And the oh, whole point wild. is you had to, you had to stay behind the wall. Basically like there was walls that came up. You had to stay behind them and it was completely irrationally difficult. But other than that, this game, greatest movie licensed game of all time. I love it to death. It, it's just great, you know? You can see the nice uh, pirated side here. Yeah. This is not a legal copy of it. Actually, there was a price tag though, so mm. I don't know. Hey, now that you've said that's your two, I know what your one is. What? Melee? No. Oh, okay. So, either way, the next, the game that's tied for first, Red Dead Redemption 2. I, I saw that one coming a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> I've been. Waxing poetic about it for two years now. Yes, you have. You've been telling me to play it all the time. Because you should. But I don't want to. You have it. I do have it, but also a lot of collectors don't can't get to some of their games until two, three years after they actually get it. You know, I have so many other games. I literally, okay, the, the Virgin Cave, let me just say this, has almost 400 games now. Fun we are, yeah, like, well, because I also collect for games, literally, NBA Jam right here, three bucks, Sonic 2, five bucks, all really cheap. Anyway, that's beside the point, though. But we have a bunch, of, a bunch of games, and I want to get into completing them. But that's just not on my radar right now. I'm, I'm sorry. But anyway, continue. Yeah, so one, this game has the best graphics of all time. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, and it's got the best story in any video game I've ever played. And it's got one of my favorite stories in anything, period. Yeah. I know you haven't played it, and I know a lot of people listening to this probably haven't played it, so I'm not going to spoil it. No. But, wow. It's... I've heard the story is something that is really beloved, but it takes a while to get into. That's the reason why people haven't gotten yeah, really like, into it. Like, it's it's a fun story from the first two chapters, and then yeah. late, and then chapter three, all hell breaks loose. The shit <laughs> starts going down. To the fan right there. Yeah. To the boiler room, baby. I mean, like... Like, one... Gameplay isn't as good as the first game, in my opinion, but it's still really fun. Yeah. And it's good enough to where, and the story's great enough to where, even if it was awful, I'd be able to deal with it. Right, right. Just because it's tough talking about the story without going to spoilers, but... No, I know, and, and, and it's it's good you're not, because I could play it, but I don't know. I'm not really a Red Dead guy, but I'm sure some listeners watching it are listening, and they're saying, I... I'm a Red Dead guy. Ethan, uh, Pool, you go ahead and you spoil it for me. But, I'm just, 
I'm gonna tell a bit of the story. Yeah. It's quick. Go ahead. I got this game. When I got this game, I was going through some stuff. Yeah, I, 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 it was really tough for you back then. I fucked up my knee. I tore my ACL. I had surgery. Couldn't walk. No baseball for you. No, no baseball. Which is a passion of mine. And right. I was depressed. Right. I'm not gonna mince and you're, words. And you're better now, which is good. Yeah, you know, yeah fine better. And I I'm love not it. gonna mince words about what I was going through at that time. No, it's a new you, and I love it. This game was a great comfort to me. And yeah. Yeah. I beat it in a month, which is probably very unhealthy since it's a 60-hour <laughs> game at minimum. You know, I beat Kingdom Hearts, which is a fifty-game, a fifty-hour game in two weeks, so we're good. Yeah, but <laughs> just the amount of like the story in this game, this exploration in this game, the side quests, like, like the only reason I can't put this or the Wild over one another is because they're both so special in different ways. Yeah, you, it's impossible to compare them without going in incredibly broad strokes. Right. So that's why they're both tied for my number one. Yeah, I, I definitely, that's a good, I respect that choice. That's a good game I've heard. I just am not a fan. So I'm going to give you an honorable mention for the buildup of the final game. So I have three. I only brought one copy. So Mario Power Tennis. I already said. Oh, that's fun. So this is a great game. Um, I, I did a review on it on my channel. Go ahead, watch that. Um, <laughs> Bill's and Lions fan. Lions Bill's fan, sorry. Um, but we, uh it's just a great game. It's a solid tennis game. It's it's nothing really special, but that's what I like about it. It's very simple. It's got the power shot te uh, uh, technique and all that stuff. Absolutely amazing. Uh, it looks beautiful for a GameCube game, by the way. Yeah, um, a lot of GameCube games look nice just because of the art stuff. I know. Game honestly, GameCube and the Wii have the exact same graphic processors. You know that? Yeah. There's one is slightly like better than the other, and that's the Wii. Only slightly though. ETI made the exact same process or just different modes. Anyway, um, but it looks absolutely beautiful for a GameCube game and it's so fun. I love it. If you want more about it, check my review on it. Um, so, another game, Wii Sports. So I brought Wii Sports Resort with me, but both the games. Um, so, in total, out of the two games on the Wii, there's 17 games. Um, literally, what more can I say? It's Wii Sports, you know? Yeah, if you, if you played this game and you didn't have... And you say you didn't have fun. You are a liar. You are a big liar, unless if you're talking about cycling, archery, and maybe what was that game? The basketball wasn't that. Good. No, basketball was amazing. I don't care I what you say. It I, I didn't like it. Okay. I okay. Didn't like I respect it. that. But we all can admit that cycling, archery, and canoeing sucked on these sports. Canoeing was resort. okay. I don't know. It was really uncontrollable when I went back to it. But gotta think about the original Wii Sports games, guys. Bowling, baseball. tennis, baseball, golf, and boxing. Man, that is the shit right there. I'm sorry, that excuse my Italian, but that is, whew, I love it. You can swear, it's fine. Yeah, I know, I, I learned. Sorry, that was also a big mic destroyer. Whew. Anyway, so, that game. And then my last honorable mention, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I already mentioned it earlier. Great multiplayer game. I know, I... I'm an absolute god at this game because console players are not that good. So I got I get at least five to uh, to eight kills a game because I just go like that's a lot for the game. Um, I go out and just fucking destroy. Anyway, but that that is small honorable mention. So now PS2 resistance. I may not look until I pull it up. Your hands in the bag, so I can't see the it. The final, my favorite game of all time. I still think it's melee. 
It's Smash Melee. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This, you cannot go, oh, crap. You cannot go wrong with this game. This was the first GameCube game I ever got when I rebought my GameCube. Um, and it literally does everything right. So, let me go off. Favorite game on favorite system, by far. That's out of the way. The great, the greatest fighting mechanics in all of Smash. I have played every Smash game and not one game has rivaled this. I'm sorry. I'm being bold with this, but not one game has. 26 characters, that almost doubled what was on 64. 64 only had 10, or 12. 12, that's what it was. So, awesome maps, such as um, Final Destination, Pokemon Stadium. Um, Did Temple start in that one? Yes, Hyrule. Hyrule Temple, that is also a staple in that one. There is so many good maps. If I just look on the back of the case here, uh, yeah, Pokemon Stadium. Oh, On It Town from uh, um, Earthbound. That is absolutely like, so. This game is literally, it's perfect. It's a perfect party game, perfect fighting game, perfect sol uh, single player game. Um, Fox is very overpowered, so is Falco, but you know what? You know how to get around that? Don't use them, you know? So you can see, I have every character unlocked in this game. So my usual main is Kirby or Samus or I think it was Gendorf. Those are my three that I, that I main with, and or Captain Falcon, of course. Yeah. But um, that, that, those are my mains that I use. You know, they're always fun to use. Um, so if Smash Melee did not exist, modern Smash would not be a thing. Like it would not like it would exist, but it wouldn't be as good. Like think about it. Ultimate is praised as the best Smash game of all time, debatably. Like it's either Melee or Ultimate. But people are like, you know what? You you, you got to think this. Ultimate is very innovative. Yes. But so is Melee. Melee is probably the most innovative. It looks absolutely stunning. Like, not stunning, but it looks good. Yeah, the art style is great. The art style is great. I will admit the font style, as you can see on the bottom, is not very great. It, yeah, it, but that's, you know, font. Right. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about that. But the, even if you look at the cover art of this game, it's absolutely, it, it, it's great. You see Bowser, Pikachu, mm -hmm. Mario, and Link. Just, that's nice. The brawl art's better. Brawl art is good, I will admit. That is a good art. But you know what? This one's okay, you know? Highest selling GameCube game with uh, 7 million copies. This is, if you are a kid growing up in the early 2000s, you have a GameCube, you have Melee. You have Melee, you have Metroid Prime, you have Mario Kart. Those are those are the things, and of course. And probably Mario Party. Yeah, Mario Party. I have seven, great game. Mm -hmm. um, but all in all, to conclude this segment, this part of the episode. <laughs> we had no games in common. We had no games in common, we have similar uh, companies that we like with Nintendo, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But who doesn't like Nintendo? Um, but I like Sega too. Just Sega is amazing. But um, you know what? I think we have respectable lists, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We have like mine's definitely more single player based. Yours right. is more multiplayer based. Right. I think mine's just more nostalgia based. Cause think about Mario Kart Wii, Rabbits Go Home, Smash Melee, Spider Man Two, uh, Mario uh, Wii Sports Resort. Those are all games I grew up with, and Sonic Two. All those games I grew up with, and not actually not, not Gran Turismo. Uh, but other than that, um, that that was our favorite games. And um, next week, or, or not next week, but next gaming episode, I think we should go for like this is just off the grid, unscripted. Should we go for our least favorite games? Yeah, we'll discuss that. I I think we should make that into an episode. Top ten favorite games, top ten least favorite games. We will discuss. I think we should. And next week's episode is going to be. MLB predictions. Yeah, but get your list ready, baby. We are. I think we should do that. That's a good idea. Don't you think? We will discuss. 
Alright, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. You loyal, loyal viewers that we have, like the 20 of you guys that watch, first of all, thank you. I want to think, because I, I, see, with those first two, this is off the grid, of course, but those first two episodes that we put together, those took effort, those were hard, and we had a lot of viewers, so I just want to say thank you, and, and from, from both Poole yeah. and Roberts, we want to say thank you for listening to our show. Um, obviously, we aren't making any money from this yet. I mean, we could when we get older, when we, when we have established bank accounts, but... Right now, we're just two buddies getting together talking about sports and video games, you know? Yeah. And I, I just want to say thank you. We're, we're working with what we got. Obviously, we just have one mic, two headphones, and yep. a living room. So, we hope this can improve as we go on. Oh, yeah. We'll be getting foam insulators so we actually sound good. Um, but I promise, just just thank you. Hold in there. We will have some, some good episodes lined up for you. Um, this is just one of our good episodes. We have another episode, of course, coming next week. Yep. Every week. I just want to say, I went off on a tangent there, yeah. but just thank you. Thank you guys, and wear your mask. Wear your mask. Don't get corona. It's don't not end, a political issue. Don't end up like Big Gucci Berry and getting corona. Who? You don't know Big Gucci Berry? No, I do not. Oh my god, he's a part of the, um, the, the, what I call, no, what I call Fab Five on Instagram. It's this, the, this group of weird, weird people that have body problems, like, like, body issues. But they have, like, they're all friends, and I just love them, and Big Gucci Berry, he got it. My, dude, if you're listening, man, my condolences, man. I, I love you. You're, you're a great man. All right. Okay, so I want to talk about music releases that I'm interested in at least coming up. Hey, I'm psyched, man. Deep Purple. That's it. I, I didn't know they were still making I love music. The, I love me some Deep Purple, but unless the new King Diamond album comes out this year, that's it. Yeah. Like the Ozzy album that came out in February, I absolutely loved it. If this is everything I really, it was everything I wanted. It's the first Ozzy album that I listened to on release day. Because, I mean, his last one was 2010. I fucking love Ozzy. Excuse my Italian, but I love that man. Yeah. I don't even, like, his music isn't my favorite, but I love him as a he guy. He can't die. He can't die. He won't ever die. He's a guy. No. If he dies, that. I, I'm expecting it, but I'm not ready for it. A part of you is gonna die when he dies. But you know what? It's like me and Lemmy. His spirit will always live with you. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Because you know what? I, I I listen to a lot of old 50s musicians. I, I'm gonna get sad when Dion DiMucci dies, or when Frankie Castellucci dies, or when... Mm. Uh, I don't even know other people. Yeah. And, and just in general. But like, this year's kind of barren, which is weird. Because last year, Rammstein... We had, well, first Rammstein album in 10 years, which was amazing. Right. I thought, I didn't think they were still making music. Great new Sabaton album. I'm not a big Tool fan, but Tool album. And we got a couple Ghost singles, which I loved. Um, Ozzy announced a new album. Uh, King Diamond announced that he's working on an album. But you got to think about COVID is probably limiting a lot of this. Yeah, which, it's, it's disappointing. It's understandable. It is. It is. Uh, I just really hope the new Kingdom out. The point of this is basically me praying that uh, <laughs> that the new King Diamond album comes out soon. I, I hope it does. You know, you need that right now. Yeah, right? I mean, I know you don't listen to them. But... No, I don't. I don't. To be honest, I like metal, but I don't like it as much as you. I like I like the bare bones stuff. Some Iron Maiden, some Black Sabbath. Nothing more than that, you know. Yeah, Megadeth's working on a new album too. That's probably next year though. Megadeth. Sorry, that sounds like a name that a, a teenage boy would pick <laughs> for their band, doesn't it not? Sure. <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, with that out of the way, that's a wrap for today's episode, season one, episode three of the Sports and Gaming Pod Mask with Pool and Roberts. Cue the outro.
Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs to the 50. He runs to the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. There's Mike Sims Walker. Knocked down. Picks up two. You played in the NFL. What's longer, a half or five-eighths? Gets a shot. It's Warner. Watch out. the middle intercepted I can't believe what I'm seeing right now it was intercepted by Tracy Porter near side to the 40 and John Sullivan runs him down at the 47 yard line you've got to be kidding me I can't believe what I just saw looking at that play he should have just held on to it Paul he should have he could have easily gotten five or six yards if he would have just pulled that thing down and dove forward but why do you even ponder passing I mean you can take a knee and try a 56 yard field goal this is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl.